and welcome back to part two of episode 23, where we're interviewing Rich from Top Chef. Nice. Yeah, nice. so I mean, it's they're definitely cut and pasted together. You know, Stefan is is not that much of a douchebag. I mean, he is a douchebag. I love him though <laughs> for that. Like he's he's a douchebag in a good way, where it's mm. he's he's very confident to the point where he can be cocky. And mm. you know, part of it is just that European side of him. Part of it is just mm. you know, he's mm. really good. It seems like a winning attitude for yeah. a chef, where it's like you have to. I mean, like oh, you it, said, it, you have to totally, say I'm the best. And yeah, you have to believe it. And, and that's the thing, and that's how he went into it. Um, you know, but just at certain times it came across overly so. And sometimes, you know, I got into it once with him where we're having a conversation outside. And like, I'm trying to say something. He keeps interrupting me. And I was just like, Stefan, just fucking let me talk. <laughs> and he just kind of like stopped and took a step back. And he's like, oh, what? I don't let you talk? And I'm like, right, no, yeah. you keep interrupting me. <laughs> let me say like the next like five words without you interrupting me. Mm. And then I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, but I love him. And I mean, he's such an awesome guy. Um, well, that came through on the reunion where it was like there wasn't any real animosity towards him yeah. other than sort of like light-hearted, yeah, he's a dick. But that's part of what you grow to love about yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, a part of it, you know, Bravo did all these weird little like before the show started, they had like all these little video clips of them interviewing <clears throat> us. And one of the questions was... Um, what are some of the fashion faux pas in the kitchen? So, like, mine was, um, you know, you never wear heels. I can't wear my heels in the kitchen because they always get stuck in the holes in the mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, so, you know, Papa could have told me to, to lip sync for my life, and I would have been fine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, his was um, when when chefs and when cooks wear the, the kitchen pants have, like, all the little peppers on them. Right. Yeah. You know, and he was right. like, he said something about, like, yeah, you look like such a douchebag when you wear those. And because, like, you know, he and Jamie got into it, and it was like, you know, douchebag got thrown a lot, got thrown around a lot this season. <laughs> So he actually um, was working with Mesermeister, one of the knife companies, and brought to the reunion gifts for all of us. And it was he had them make knife bags in a, a red pepper pattern. Pepper pattern, oh, no. and, and he called them the official douche bag. And oh. he numbered them. <laughs> he numbered them from double zero all the way up to 17. So Tom got double zero, Hosea got number one, and then all the way that down. So whenever really, you got them, really whenever, cool. whatever number you were when you got eliminated, right. was the number knife bag that you got to match so up now, with did it. you get some That's good a totally classy move. No, I got, I got that from him. I have, uh, I got one Team Rainbow t-shirt that mm-hmm. they sent me. I love that they oh. gave you one. And one. they're totally marketing the phrase that you guys came up with on yeah, the show. Yeah, and that whole thing started because I oh, thought Jamie they were and I were... It. Yeah, that they shirt was, that shirt was for sale on that that episode. Like, yeah. it was very on first the episode. My mom yeah. called me like, what size Team Rainbow shirt do you want? I'm like... And it's what not even. And the thing about? is, for such a great idea, the shirt's sort of meh. You know, like Dave probably well, could have come e- up with a better. Even team the one they shirt. did for the woman at the end show. What the heck did it say? I forgot. Cougar. Now. Oh, oh cougar in the kitchen. 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 Yeah. it just wasn't nicely laid out. It just yeah. looked weird. I mean, it yeah, kinda, they, they did like this, this season have like more T-shirts than any other season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. iHeart Fabio, you know, like all that. Um, well, what was the year that it was? What was the thing? It wasn't. Uh, it was it a culinary boner. That was whatever. last season. And it is that was last season. So I'm think, not your bitch, bitch. Yeah, I think culinary boner probably sold yeah. a lot of shirts. And they're like, hey, shirt business. Yeah, you know, totally. and, and so it's just like you know, yeah. especially Bravo, and everybody knows, you know, like all the gays love Bravo. Yeah. So especially Top Chef, and so like yeah. Jamie and I during the very first elimination challenge when we drew the two knives together, mm-hmm. I looked at her. I'm like, cool, we're Team Rainbow. Like we you thought we were, were working be, yeah. together, <laughs> and that's how it all started. Uh, and then we're like, oh, we're competing. 
competing against, against each, each other. other. Uh, so during my first interview, again, they're like, so Team Rainbow's going head to head. How do you feel about that? Uh, like, and you're like, oh, damn it. Okay, and now like we can't escape Team Rainbow. Yeah. Same as I <laughs> Jamie can't escape scallops, and I can't escape my infatuation, in quotation marks, with Tom. Because yeah. I'm doing this realizing yeah, that don't it's don't do a rock star quotes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, we know it's not, it's not a quote infatuation. Is, is it yeah, one of those things where you're almost like, I, you know, I'm almost sorry that we brought it up? Because, I mean, do people like say like, Team Rainbow, yay! I, I get those yeah. once in a while. I was walking down um, University. Uh, I walked past Dish, and um, it was a Sunday afternoon, and all of a sudden I hear, Top Chef, Team Rainbow! Oh, and geez. I just kind of, like, stopped. <laughs> and you're like, hey. Took a deep breath, like, turned around, smiled. And, and like, it's like... I'm know, a personality, get, I'm a personality, I'm a personality. I get a kick out of it. You know, Casey yeah. from season three was awesome, because I was talking to her um, right when my season started, mm. and she was in town, and... Mm. You know, we went to the San Diego Food and Wine Festival and, you know, people looked at me like you look familiar, but they all had recognized her from a full season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're like, so I asked her, so does it get old? Like, what do I have to look forward to? And she's like, you know what? It, it will get old and it will, you will get tired of it. But you always have to remember that, you know, if people weren't watching the show, you would never have the opportunity to be out mm-hmm. there. And, you know, mm-hmm. now your food is going to be, you know, displayed more prominently and a lot of that. So as much as there may be, you know, today there was a, I think three or four tables that had asked for me to come out. And as much as it's, it's a nuisance because it's like, I want to cook, like leave me alone. Right, me cook. Yeah. I'm always more, once I get out there, I'm always more than happy to go out and talk to people. And mm-hmm. last night I had um, this one woman who was so excited to come in. Like I got, I walked <laughs> upstairs to her table and she was like squealing. <laughs> and like her husband, her husband's Sweet. looking at me like, I can't make her do that. And I was just like, the big gay rich can. I have to admit, I, I did that. Um, and one of the seasons, I, I can't remember the name of the chef, but he has a restaurant called Murano up in North County. He was the one who made the plate and it had like the fucking Smurf Village oh, on it. Oh, that's Frankie the Bull. He's from season one. He's so hot. Oh my God, he's so hot. He's a hot man. And we went up to Murano <laughs> to stock him. Uh, Mikey took me there for, for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I took him there for his birthday. And he was there that night, and we could see him from where we were sitting, and I was just like, almost like, I mean, I was like, okay, this is so hot, the food's so good, he's so hot, oh my gosh. And it was just one of those things where it's like, if he had come over and said hello, I would have gone like, oh, you know. <laughs> he actually has a new place down on uh, Moreno. Yeah, a barbecue mm. place on Moreno Boulevard. He's delicious. He was in his underwear in his season, I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> I've got his green cap. Well, <laughs> speaking of swag, actually, Vito actually managed oh, yeah, to yeah, bust acquire a piece of swag for you yes. uh, while well, he was away at TBRU, uh, apparently inspired by you. Woofteas.com. So, Top so, Bear. Nice. Another shirt inspired <laughs> by you. Nice. It says Top Bear with the Top For you, logo. Very you cool. Go. Very cool. I was like, I saw that, and I'm like, that's the perfect uh, Pex Bar shirt, you know, when you're doing your Sunday night. Actually, the knife is nice. pointing up, isn't it? Which usually, is it doing? pointing down a little bit? No, it's pointing up. Large, is it? Large. I like mine okay, pointing uh, up, Washington honestly. Hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. Actually, what was kind of funny was awesome. there was a... Uh, was it bearotica.com? I think oh, that's did not pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, they did an article, and it was like the bear and the cub of Top Chef New York, and it was Patrick and I. I don't think at least if we're going to do something, we're going to do Danny and I, and it's Patrick and I. Right. And Patrick actually called me. He sent me the link, and then he called me, and he was like, am I uh. a cub? No. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. honey. But I don't want to be a cub. It's okay. <laughs> He's like, it's okay if I am. I just don't know. Yeah, like, I don't think means. I am. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 it's okay, honey. honey. You're yeah. not. You're no, not. No, it's okay. No. We'll fantasize about Danny. Don't worry about it. I had um, a couple of other things. Like, um, well, one, how much thought went into going uh, into your T-shirt choices? Because clearly... 
You went with like an agenda, like yeah. Well, I stuck with I stuck with my my bartending format. Right. Always used to be, you know, even the shirt I have on tonight. You know, I gave my girlfriend the night off, right. which I laugh. One of the bartenders at the restaurant is like, "Why do you wear shirts like that?" He's brand new. Mm. It's like, "Why do you wear shirts like that?" And I was like, "What's wrong with it?" And um, he's like, "You don't have a girlfriend." I'm like, well, how do you know? And he's just right. like, "Cause you're gay." And I was yeah. like, "But if you just met me on the street, you wouldn't know that." Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah. And I was like, maybe my girlfriend is my fag hag. And I gave my girlfriend the night off. Yeah. And he's just oh, like, God. well, yesterday you had on your I Love Hot Moms t-shirt, which is actually the shirt I wore in my first interview for the show. Uh. And um, I was like, well, yeah, because hot moms are usually walking around with hot dads. Like, that's just kind of how it works. <laughs> right. And he was just yeah. like, wow, you really put a lot of thought into this. And I was mm. like, well, it's just kind of, you know, second nature. So mm. I have a, a whole closet full of very tongue-in-cheek t-shirts and yeah. funny stuff and um steve and i actually went shopping for for new shirts before the show and it was you know um i'm huge in japan yeah, right we'll right. try anything twice oh, wait, like just all that kind of stuff and then i had a couple where i wasn't sure if they were um if they were gonna let me wear them well that's what i was also curious about like where are ones that you weren't allowed to wear um they didn't take any away from me mm. but they were just kind of like eh, we're not sure if you put this on we may need to make you change mm. and one of them, <laughs> that one specifically was uh because you can't have any logos or anything that's fine right right but that one was uh, a giant dump truck like spilling out all over the street and it said dropping a load <laughs> <laughs> which I was like okay well obviously this is supposed to be you know like a shit reference but uh, I know every know homo who sees where this we come will from. totally think <laughs> something else and so I have to buy the shirt because that's how we do <laughs> yeah um, so you know like I definitely you know I had tons of t-shirts though and I have I think Every time we even did like a webisode, I made sure every time I was, I had a camera in front of me, I never wore the same t-shirt twice. Mm. Cool. So that I would always try to maximize the, the, the two hundred dollars worth of t-shirts that I bought to get uh, this. See, if I had known, I would have oh. given you some t-shirts that I designed, and you could see? have done it. Made me famous on television. Very cool. So, have you gotten any offers or any kind of endorsements or anything like that? You said you're doing some charity stuff. Uh, doing some charity stuff. That's really been most of it. Um, Chefworks uh, is a local San Diego chef chefware company. Okay. Um, so I've always done business with them, and then they. Uh, as soon as they found out I was on the show, you know, like Brian from Ocean Air from season three mm -hmm. um, is, is one of their kind of like not reps or whatever, but uh, spokesmodel. Yeah, you know, like he's, he's one of those people that like, you know, people people always see him and they know what jacket he's wearing. So they, mm -hmm. they gave me a bunch of jackets and stuff. And oh, cool. I'm actually supposed to be, I'm going to be in their new catalog coming out in the spring. Oh, you better uh, work. Yeah, you know, work, work, work in the chef gear. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, just like that kind of stuff. I mean, it depends, you know, if you talk mm -hmm. to like Fabio's got like Ducati came after him to do an oh. endorsement or something oh, like that. Right. You know, obviously it depends on how far you go in the competition yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And he is. I but mean, I am open to suggestions. So. Well, it's, it's <laughs> Confidential, even promoting the fact that they have a, uh, a uh, top chef. Well, Confidential's never really chef done testing. any any big marketing, and so like a lot of it, um, a lot of the PR for the restaurant mm -hmm. has actually kind of come as a as a side from from my PR, my friend Aaron, mm -hmm. who owns his own company, um, who's Higher also Communications. A very handsome fellow. Yes, he's he's a, he's he's my incredibly sexy um, PR guy. Um, with all the tattoos and the salt mm -hmm. and pepper hair, mm -hmm. which is part of how I first met Aaron. Aaron was one of the first people <laughs> I met in San Diego oh, yeah? because I was shit faced at the hole, and I was walking out, and he was sitting there by the door, and I was like, "Salt and pepper hair tattoos, how you and doing? you're hot." <laughs> and I walked up to him, absolutely bombed out of my mind. I was like, "You look like a guy who's snow in New York, but I never got to sleep with him. So oh, why don't geez. I sleep with you?" First time oh, I met him. Smooth. Yeah. Fast Very forward. Smooth. Fast forward to like six months later when he realized I was a 
bartender at Pex and not like just the weird door guy. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and we started talking more and everything else. And he and I have become great friends. So, you know, Aaron owns his own company, Higher Communications, and, and he's totally taken on all my PR. So that's actually the biggest thing I've gotten for free out of all of this. You know, Aaron's cool. done it all just because he's a great friend of mine. I don't know who that is. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. He's, you know, he's you on the, he got him on stuff to do with the center. Yeah. Too yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's always uh, at the center. He's a lot and of and photos and stuff. That's yeah. totally helped out a lot too. I mean, that's how we got to do, um, you know, that was part of how we got to do the uh, the fundraising event for um, mm-hmm. San Diego Pride, which was distributing the money to Great. HRC and uh, cool. Equality California. Great. Um, awesome. And then actually we just did um, an event at Confidential when Rent was in town. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We did the opening night with uh, Broadway, uh, with San, Diego. Broadway San Diego and um, and the center for um, help pay rent for the center mm-hmm. youth housing project. Yep. That's cool. So, yeah, um, you know, and, and a lot of it was like, you know, tie-ins that Aaron has that's totally helped out. So, mm-hmm. uh, but the restaurant hasn't done any like official promoting, like it's on their Facebook and their MySpace and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of it's just kind of been like runoff from, mm-hmm. from my stuff that's kind of just carried over. Right. So, and that's, you know, it's been really great for them too. They, they were chefless for, a month and a half so you know it's, to them it's kind of like all right well this is kind of helping make up for us not having you here right it's some yeah. tasty right. grub down there confidential though wow oh, yeah. Yeah. i think we need That's to do another cool. bear night there because i didn't get to go to the one i'm ready to go yeah because bryson didn't get to go right. last time and we were all saying like let's go again i mean i, I need some totally more i need those medallions and I heard something about deconstructed pizza I'm not oh yeah, sure yeah. What that is. yeah. yeah. The, the duck yes. it was the what's the what's the duck spring rolls yeah oh and the portobello that was the one portobello salad is totally my favorite like, Jesus no, 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 you no. know what? I was it's, not it is sure the about worst it. salad for you ever. Uh, like, really? it's, it's oh, it's oh, so bad for you. Beef talent. It's, <laughs> it's, that's why you like it's it. It's a so salad so where the, the portobello mushroom is soaked in herb olive oil. Okay. Oh, yes. And then so grilled. And then the the only like healthy thing on the plate is the tomato wedges because oh. the, the arugula that goes on top of it mm. is tossed in. There's no actual dressing on it. Mm-hmm. It's tossed in feta cheese that's marinated <sighs> in olive oil and herbs. Oh <laughs> so there's no like there's no dressing. It's just yeah. cheese and lettuce oh, on top of oil soaked <laughs> mushroom. That's been it's grilled. very bear friendly. Where so even like good. the stuff that's supposed to be good oh. for you is like totally not good for you. <laughs> yeah. See, but I'm a very picky eater and have a hard time with it. Well, that's one of my questions. Was you really? say you're a picky eater? Yeah. I was wondering. Are are there things that because as a chef you have to cook all kinds of dishes? Mm. Is there stuff that you hate that you have to make food? I'm with? not a seafood guy. I'm not a fish guy. Really? Yeah. Like scallops I've, are I'm, like the staple of top chefs. Yes. You know? Scallops and lamb are like pretty much mm. you can't go wrong with those two. And uh, everybody I know is like, "What are you going to do when it comes to seafood challenges?" And it's like, I can cook the shit out of fish. Mm. Um, I just don't personally like it. And I've actually yeah. gotten a lot better about that. Like just trying to, you know, they say your palate changes every seven to ten years. So. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. kind of like up on another cycle, I guess. So I've, I've been trying more stuff and I can appreciate it more now as before it was like the texture was weird to me and kind of gross to me. And now mm. at least I can appreciate the flavor of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, especially raw fish. Really? You feel like you have to, you have to be able to enjoy it or have to, to prepare well that in a way that other people will like. Yeah. It. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, even st- especially stuff for private parties at the restaurant where, you know, mm-hmm. we make, you know, like a raw, uh, an Asian salmon pokey. Right. You know, so it's it's raw salmon. I'm not a huge salmon guy, especially not raw. And so it's like literally have to, I always have to have somebody working with me Taste who it. likes it mm. because I could try it. But just mm. because of what it is, I'm like, I don't yeah. know if it's any good. And it's just like, here, eat this. Like, try it. Tell oh. me if it's okay. So then you have to write the, re- the menus for the restaurant? Um, a lot of the stuff that's still on Confidential's menu is is stuff that was from the previous executive chef. Okay. I've, I've just made a few changes to things or I've added a few dishes and taken a couple of things off. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question about that actually. 
from what you have your experience on the show and the criticism that you got from the people you work with and the chefs and stuff, have you modified or changed any of your recipes because of that? Or have you come up with new stuff because of the stuff that you did on the show? I actually came up with more new stuff because of stuff I did on the show. And it's it's really cool because you get to see a lot of different techniques and how people work and different mm. flavors and different ideas and some stuff I wouldn't necessarily think to put together. Mm. Um, you know, Jamie actually had uh, one of her ingredients that she brought with her was this Berber spice that we were all going to use in the second episode at Craft. Uh, we were going to make a little amuse-bouche to send out mm. to everybody. And um, and then we found out at the last minute that, you know, they just they couldn't do it for how they had the dining room set up. Um, but we all got to try it. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, I need to find this so I can make mm. a dish around this. So you were allowed to bring your own exotic ingredients? You're, you're allowed to bring, I think it's like up to 10 ingredients. It was the first time that they let them, that they let us do that. Usually that it's like you could cool. bring a couple of different mm. like tools and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right. They brought like the, what is it, the gastro? Yeah, all the different, all the different molecular gastronomy, gastronomy stuff. stuff yeah. Um, so what? yeah, they let us, they let us. Molecular gastronomy? Like the epitome of Marcel with your food. was all about it, like making foams and stuff. It's like these little tools to kind of make like this sort of funky uh, foams and yeah. chemicals and right, stuff okay. like that. It's it's like, like it started out like that. Yeah, it's you know like <laughs> using li- like last season, season four, Richard used um, liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen, that's what it was. I'm sorry, for making ice, ice cream. Yeah. You know, okay. and it's like supposed hmm. to be you know using liquid nitrogen Super cool, will make yeah. you the best ice cream you ever had because it freezes it instantly, yeah. so you don't get any ice crystals in mm-hmm. it, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'm not, we didn't really have a lot of people that were big on that. Fabio seemed to know the most out of it more than anybody, and you know the most he really did with it that I can remember off the top of my head was um, in, in the craft episode. He made little olive spheres. That yeah, I wanted to ask about that. What the gals freaked it's, out uh, over it's, that? It's 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 two different chemicals that you mix. So one, um, it's a uh, I want to say calcium citrate and something else. Now I just can't remember the other one. Um, but basically you, you take something like he did Kalamata olives and you puree them and, uh, and then you mix one chemical with sodium alginate. You mix with that and then you mix the, the calcium citrate or whatever the other one is with some water and you basically either spoon it or you pipe it into um, the, the pureed olive mixture into it. Okay. And when it hits the, the, chemical reaction forms a skin around the outside of it and it stays in a perfect little sphere but the inside is still liquid that's what that was okay because i thought it was true he was actually putting in olives and it was liquefying the inside and like yeah that's that's the thing it it looks like he he brought him around for all of us to try and it looked like a perfect little olive they were a little bit bigger than normal they look like little olives then you pop in your mouth as soon as you bite it the whole thing bursts in your mouth So Amazing. it was, you know, like that was a cool thing. That was one wow. technique that, you know, I came back and I called on my vendors and I was like, what do I need to do this stuff? You know, like, I don't know how to do it yet. I haven't had time to play with it, but get me all the stuff that I can, I can practice with this and see cool. if it's something I want to do. So I've been trying to figure out, you know, how can I incorporate that into, into the stuff that I do at Confidential already? So did you bring, did you pick 10 things to bring with you? I don't know if I had 10. I brought a bunch of things because you don't know what's going to be in the pantry. They don't give you right. a list and they do that on purpose. And so it's like, you know, I brought like Vietnamese fish sauce and sriracha. And then I tried mm. to think of things that are like expensive to go buy at Whole Foods mm. that I could buy really cheap through my vendor. Okay. So I bought like a pound of vanilla beans and uh, gelatin yeah. sheets, like mm. a lot of things that would definitely like cost you a lot if you can even find them in the store. But this way I knew I had like my own little stash. Yeah. And then we get there and I walk in the pantry and there's gelatin and there's sriracha and there's vanilla yeah. beans. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, I guess I'll have a lot of this stuff when I go home. Jeez. So now when you go into Whole Foods now, 
do you immediately start shaking or? I was right after right You're after like, the okay, show. Go. Yeah, for, how much time? Somebody tell me how much time is left. Why is no one answering me? Where's the camera? I'm not looking for it. I won't look at You're it. Like, I just want to know where Hootie. it is. Hootie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, I was in um, Vons, I think, one day. After the uh, after the season started, this guy spotted me, and he was you know kind of cute bear looking guy. And he was across the produce section, and I it was one of those he's pushing his cart, and he kind of like stopped and looked at me, and um, I was walking around with Steve. And he, he had got to go get something, and I'm literally doing this whole like okay, because I hadn't really gotten spotted from the show. Does he want me? Or and I was like, is he cruising me? <laughs> or is he? Did he recognize me from the show, Just or does he think I'm somebody else? Or like it's got to be yeah, it's got to be like you know something here. Did you pick up a banana and start e peeling it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I grabbed the beef tenderloin, hung it down next to my. That's, I know you want my meat. That's a star right there. Yeah. And, um, and so it's kind of funny. I'm walking around. Steve and I are walking around through the supermarket. And he turns the corner, you know, a few aisles down. And he almost backed up. Mm. And I kind of like looked at him. And he looked at me. And he just kind of like stopped. He's like, oh, my God. Are you the guy from Top Chef? Mm. And I'm like, yeah. Hey, how you doing? And it was kind of, uh, he was like, well, why, why are you shopping here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, honey, that's cute. But, um. Bravo and the show pay for me to shop at Whole Foods. Right, exactly. And they don't pay me to shop there when I'm not on the show. <laughs> Believe me, I wish I could, yeah. but it's a little much for daddy. Yeah, Whole paycheck. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but then, then the kind of weird thing is he's all trying to look in my basket to see what I'm shopping oh, for. <laughs> and you've got basket. like spray cheese Yeah, he's, in there. he's like looking over and thankfully all I had in there was like pork chops. Meanwhile, like we're going uh-huh. to pick up like candy and like, you know, well, that's rice right. or when I, when I ran into you at Rouse, it's like... Yeah, I love that Di- on my Facebook. DiGiorno pizza and fucking lemon heads and I'm like, all right, Tom yeah. yeah, I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I got a message on my Facebook. I can understand the microwave pizza, but what's up with all the lemon heads? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I got a sweet dude. <laughs> oh. So, do you think we, we should get into the thick of our listener questions yeah, I mean, here? Yeah. The ones that have multiple questions, we can kind of bl- you can yeah. just bl- read through them, and he can answer them. Just sort I just, of you know, since people so. took the time to send them in, I, I thought we should. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead and start, and then if there's stuff that I don't bring up, Dan, yeah. maybe you can help me listener out. Listener questions. Um, so our listener, Mr. Matt Brassard, um, says from Canada. Um, hey. Was there a dish uh, you were ho- really hoping to cook on the air but didn't get a chance to? Um, hmm. you know, off the top of my head, I don't think there was anything specific that I really wanted to make because they um, kind of they kind of give you a yeah. You know, so. it's it all it's all about um just whatever they kind of throw at you, whatever situation is. You know, I definitely had a lot of recipes in mind mm-hmm. depending on whatever the situation would be. Um, you know, one was a uh, was a, a recipe that we do at the restaurant that. Um, I had kind of gotten permission from the executive chef when he was still there. I told him this is what I'm going to do, and would you be cool with me using your recipe? Mm-hmm. And, and Chris Walsh was awesome about it. And he was like, "Yeah, sure. Like, you know, if you got to find a chance to do it." Um, so that would have been the the Vietnamese sea scallops, um, mm. just because again, I'm not good. a big sea, I'm not a big seafood guy, but so using, they're always yeah. such a such a hit that I was mm. just like, "All right, if I get a chance to do it, like this is one dish I really want to pull out right. again," because scallops are always like. Top Chef Gold. Mm. So that was definitely something. But other than that, I don't really think I... I didn't go into it with anything like, all right, I've got to make this while I'm here. See, no, we should do that. We should make you go into Brian's kitchen and make a meal out of whatever's in Brian's kitchen. Wow, we would all be <laughs> fucked. Be all it is is like soda It'd pop. Like, and, yeah, um, I was going to say, it'd be like... There's what? a giant jug of like teriyaki like sauce. Hamburgers, and... <laughs> with, hamburgers with caramelized Dr. Pepper sauce. Do you really think there's like actual meat in there? No, oh, okay. Um, oh, and he also says to give you a pat on the back, pat, pat, oh. for teasing Judge Tom. I love that scene in the reunion episode. 
Um, <laughs> I guess, yeah. So, um, okay. And the next question is from our, our very handsome buddy, Benji, uh, from Sydney, Australia. Yay. He's trekking to uh, our lovely country, and he should be in San Diego on, around, on or around October 27th. Hint, hint. And um, he might actually uh, head to your restaurant. What type of cuisine could an Aussie cub expect? And does it involve a free kiss? Very nice. Oh. Very subtle, Benji. Oh. So maybe See, just like, I mean, we've, we've talked about a couple you know. of the dishes at, uh, at uh, Confidential, but like, how would you describe it? Like just um, Confidential's, the, the menu there is all, it's, we call it global inspired small plates. Mm-hmm. So it's, if you've never had small plates before, it picked up, it started in San, not didn't start in San Diego, but it really started to catch on here in San Diego a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's definitely picked up a lot of places are doing it now. Um, it's similar to Spanish style tapas. Like tapas yeah. yeah, it's mm. yeah, and people always think that they're gonna walk into the restaurant and then see everything Spanish on the menu. And it's not. We're globally inspired. Mm. Um, so it's it's all small plates. It's meant to be shared. You know, if you came in either by yourself or with one other person and you're looking to just sit down and get a traditional dinner, we're really not the restaurant for you. But we're great for small groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Especially if you come in with uh a group of people that you're close with mm-hmm. and you know, everybody kind of gets to pick a couple of different dishes off the menu yeah. and everybody yeah. gets to share. And, you know, I always say, um, you don't get entree envy. Mm-hmm. You don't get that. Okay. Well, what are you going to have? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get this. Oh, that looks really good. I should have got yeah. yeah. Or, right. or you yeah. do that. All right. Well, why don't you get that? And I'll get this and then we'll, we'll eat half and then we'll trade. And then of course one person always yeah. hates their dish and the other person loves theirs and they don't want to <laughs> yeah. give it up. You know? So I always kind of say like you avoid that and everybody gets to try stuff and, there's that some things on the menu have, too, like we yeah. have foie gras on the menu, and it's not. Yeah. If you go to most restaurants, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg, and you're going to kind of have to be committed to that. Right. And for us, it's just kind of like you know, it's it's a small enough piece where it's not going to you know take you out of house mm-hmm. and home, but it's enough for a few people to try. So if you've never had it before, you can kind of like branch out and try something a little. I bit found different. it to be very like a reasonably priced place, and we went for um, a birthday party, and there was about maybe ten of us, mm-hmm. and it was perfect because it was one of those situations where. Yeah. You could easily try other people's dishes, and then you could order more food if you wanted, yeah. you know, more of something. And yeah. have you ever so. been to Apertivo on Thirtieth? It's Italian tapas. It's very much the no, same. No, I've thing. heard about it over there. It's bacon good. wrap shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything well, bacon wrap. Do you have a? Well, let's like, get off, off the track for a second. Other than Confidential, a favorite high end and a favorite low end and a favorite trashy junk food restaurant. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. High end. High end. I wouldn't say it's necessarily the highest of high end, but it's definitely become one of my favorite places to go. Is Urban Solace. Oh yes. Oh, the macaroni and cheese. Oh, those biscuits. The peanut butter. Oh, the honey glaze and the oh. peanut butter um, chocolate souffle thing. Or, I didn't have that. Last <gasps> time we went, we had the not so red velvet cake, which oh, okay. is just this amazing chocolate cake. Yeah. With, Cream cheese icing and oh, chocolate nibs all over the yeah, outside of it. Stuff. It was so oh, incredibely it's good. Fabulous, yeah. Um, so that's definitely one of my favorite spots to go to. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, you know, it's like I I moved out here and fell in love with In and Out and Chick Fil A. Mm, okay, uh, yeah. especially as soon as like Chick Fil A opened up over at Sports Arena, and I was like, "What is this chicken?" There's Chick Fil A in New Jersey. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, <laughs> in New Jersey. Oh, Sunday. You know, Pollo well, de yeah, Jesus. Yes. Not on Sundays, though, which is such yeah. a killer. Um, and then uh, kind of middle of the road. I mean, I, I jump around a lot. I don't. I work six nights a week, so I don't get yeah. to go out that much. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it just kind of depends on what I'm looking for. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. hit up Brian's all the time, and a lot of that is I live a, a, literally a block away. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, I know there's always something on the menu that I'm always going to like, you know. And I've had plenty of stuff there that I really like. So, yeah. um, you know, I've kind of got my middle of the road. I don't really... 
trying to think of other places that I've been to that I really like. Bronx Pizza is the closest <gasps> to real pizza for go. me. Bronx stop pizza is very stop good. the car. Stop the car. Uh, <laughs> Pizzeria Luigi in Golden Hill. Oh. Let me just throw yeah, it We've done that already. We're East Coast Jones already. We've done that already on the podcast. Pizzeria Luigi on Golden Hill. Yeah, well, whatever. We'll Californians and pizzas. New Yorkers and pizza. Let me tell you, it's not that chewy crust like they have at Bronx. It's no attitude like they have at Bronx. It's a bunch of tweakers making pie over on Golden Hill, and it's just amazing. It's not even tweakers. It's like indie kids and with soggy crust. I don't Soggy crust. And squirt bottles. I don't know. I guess you can try it again sometime. <laughs> I, I didn't like Lefties the first time I had it, and I've grown uh, to, I've grown I don't to know. enjoy it. So. I kind of like Lefties. Lefties yeah. is, good, is apparently great for Chicago-style pizza, and I just don't care for Chicago-style hey. pizza. Well, let's go. We don't want to be here till midnight, so let's let's try to make <laughs> some time on these questions. Um, our user, uh, Forza Tricolor, I don't know his name. That's just the name of his uh, user. So um, he wants to make sure that you, that you know that you're hot and that the show lost its appeal after you left and that you're still number one in his book. He also wants to say, uh, fuck Tom. Um, just kidding, I guess. He's hot too, but Richard. Um, okay, so he wanted us, you to talk about Danny, which we already did. Um, but he, what he wants to know is, do you have any? Well, this is difficult for you to answer, but he wants to know if there's any simple do-at-home recipes you would recommend. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's something like if you had a couple, maybe we could post it to the live journal yeah. or something. Yeah, like I, that. I can always give you guys a couple. I mean, there's there's one in, you know, I I, I go back to it because it's totally one of my my standbys in. Um, it's uh, a Bear's Life magazine. There's one that's kind of like, I call it my quick and easy weeknight pasta. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a really simple pasta with chicken and, um, you know, like some basil, some red pepper, olive oil, a little bit of chicken broth and oh, some cheese. Um, you know, and it's it's a quick and easy, like, especially if you already have, mm-hmm. like, I eat at the restaurant all the time because we have pre-cooked pasta mm-hmm. that we just reheat for, you know, for serving. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of those, like, I'll walk into work and just kind of grab some of that mm. and throw it together. So <laughs> right. that's especially after cooking all day at work and then I get home and it's like, all right, let's just make something quick for dinner. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Is that like, okay, so Steve, your partner, is it kind of like when you're married to a massage therapist and they'll never give you a back rub? Like, does he ever get pissed off that you're not making like fabulous things at home? <laughs> no, he actually, I mean, he, he, gets, he always wants me to kind of like use him as a guinea pig, which I totally do. A lot of times, if I have an idea for something for the restaurant, you know, I'll kind of mm. like throw it at him, like, all right, try this. And, Sometimes he makes a face, and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> um, you know, and he, he actually will kind of get a little bit upset with me that I don't make more stuff mm. at home. Like, just because I talk about the dishes, but he doesn't always... I mean, he he, does, he comes to the restaurant, but he doesn't like coming in all the time. And, mm. You know, I'll tell him about something I made at work, mm. and he's just like, that sounds really good, why don't you make it? And I'm like, oh, but I don't have all the stuff. Like, you know, I have yeah. a whole set of ingredients right, at work, right, right? I don't exactly. have at home, and a whole and set of equipment and everything stuff else. And I have a dishwasher at work, so uh, I can... I can throw down 45 saute pans and right. I'll have to clean up right. at the end right. of the day. Oh. Um, you know, but he's, he doesn't get like mad in a bad way. He gets mad in more of a, an encouraging way where he wants me to, you know, always be working on new stuff and new dishes. And it's like, all right, well, why don't you try something else? And, you yeah. know, why don't, why don't you, you know, come up with something, you know, I'll ask him what he wants for dinner. It'll give me like two ingredients and be like, all right, think of something. Oh uh-huh. God. You know, it's like my own little quick fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, do you hate it when people at the restaurant like order, like, cause I'm, I'm a classic person for saying, okay, I want this, but I don't want it with this, you know, and, and stuff it's, like that. It's kind of hard. Like in my restaurant, it's kind of hard because, and actually I just talked to a bunch of the servers about this the other day. You know, we put a lot of things together just because the flavors go really well together. Right. And it looks really good on the plate. Um, and a mm. lot of times, you know, like, um, did you guys have the ribs when you came in last time? I don't think we did. 
Uh, well, don't look at me. Oh, okay. my, was, my, my take on all that is... When it comes to that kind of food, it's like it's almost like, like sushi. Like It's all put there for a purpose and a reason. Yeah. And even if it contains something that you don't necessarily well, what are you like, ribs? the overall flavor is what matters. So yeah, well, you, like for us, we do yeah. we do Coca-Cola braised baby back ribs. Oh, God. With, uh, <laughs> Dave, we need to go, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you as long as I live. I think his rib uterus just quivered. Oh, God. And it comes... It comes with a, a potato <laughs> salad, but it's like a sweet potato salad. It's made with Yukon Gold potatoes, but it has um, apple and green onions. Well, that in sounds it. like something that's pre-made, though. No, I mean it's something salad. that we make in house. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like, and it's it goes. The flavors go really well together, mm-hmm. so that's why we do that. Mm-hmm. You know, then you always get somebody's like, "Well, sweet I don't want tart. potato salad. Can I get Cold French flour. fries?" You know, like this is what I want. What's the problem? And it's just like, <laughs> well, I would order it. and so half the time, what we'll end up doing is I'll send it out unless there's like an allergy issue or something like that. I'll send mm-hmm. it out with the the potato salad and I'll just give them a side of fries on the side and I'll just say like just try it mm. with this like try it how it's supposed to be right. and if you don't like it you don't have to eat it I'm not going to be offended by it mm. but you know and a lot of times too you know you get a lot of people who are just like we do an Asian caprese where uh, we make basically we make jello out of um, vinegar uh, uh, Asian ponzu vinegar okay. with, um, with Thai basil so it's like these little green jello cubes that come out with it and people are always like oh no I don't want it and it's like well just try it like right. you know try it all together and if you don't like it you're going to have to eat them mm-hmm. you know but at least this way you'll understand kind of where we're coming mm-hmm. from unless mm-hmm. you've had it before and you know like this <laughs> right. don't work for daddy right? you know then, then I don't mind uh-huh. okay so what about people like me who <sighs> like, like it, can I have ribs without the ribs yeah <laughs> exactly because <laughs> I ordered the um, what was the, salad. the cheese the grilled cheese and oh and the grilled turkey. cheese yeah grilled cheese avocado and turkey slider right without the turkey but that's Being a vegetarian. See, well, that's something, though, that we, that's something, though, that we, we get. And it's something that's on the menu. It always appeals to vegetarians because it's, it's written out as a grilled cheese slider. Um, so, that, like, just leaving something like that off. And, and if it's for a dietary thing, like, I'm actually mm-hmm. lactose intolerant. So mm-hmm. if I went out to the restaurant, like, the beef skewers, most lactose intolerant people would order them without the gorgonzola fondue. However, Which I know how bomb that stuff is. What are we talking oh about? Have you not are you eaten, kidding me? So you haven't eaten really? there yet. Oh, you haven't no, eaten there yet. we haven't. Dude, like, what the oh. fuck are we doing here with this bullshit podcast? <laughs> <Dude, laughs> oh. the restaurant, doing Dude. this live from the restaurant. Those medallions are like God's balls. No, the they are gorgonzola so sauce. Oh, oh, I'm like, God's balls. I'm going to smear all my face and jump off the building. Dude, they are so good. Sounds amazing. You know, it's one of those things, like, I'm lactose intolerant. So I shouldn't eat it, oh, but I because of that specifically, you know, oh, like I, I, I buy stock in lactate practically, you know, because of Costco. that. You can buy like a barrel of it for like 19 bucks. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. great. <laughs> <laughs> sure. a bucket full of lactate, trust me. Uh, that's awesome. You know, so like, so stuff like that. I mean, if it's a oh. dietary thing or somebody just doesn't eat meat, you know, I have, I have one server who works at the restaurant who doesn't eat pork. Um, you know, we make food for the staff Fridays, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, we do family meal. And so I'm always, I always try to be considerate of that. If I'm making something like, you know, if I buy pre-made meatballs or something, because like usually family meals kind of like a quick and easy thing. Right. But if I buy pre-made meatballs that are pork and beef, I let him know so he can either have something else or just not have the meatballs or whatever. So I always try to take that into consideration because mm. I know what it's like. You know, I grew up with a stepdad who was a vegetarian. So mm. I was used to, you know, you got to make this and you got to make this one a little bit different. Yeah. So like yeah. stuff like that, I don't mind. It's when like, 
you know, if you have a severe gluten allergy and you don't even know what you're allergic to and you hand the server that little that little business card that says, I'm allergic to all of the following. Uh, and now I have to sit there and go through every item uh, on the menu and, and pull, oh, pick Jesus. it apart. Oh, wow. You know, and you really and, have to because there's a certain amount of liability involved yeah, if you don't. And, and there's, so you know, what are they doing eating out? Right. Well, yeah. I, I, have, I, have, <laughs> I have shop at the gluten-free shop. Yeah. Well, I have, I have one friend yeah. who has a gluten allergy, but hers isn't as bad she's not a bitch about it yeah and she knows like she knows how to look at the menu and she knows what to order based on her if she has a question she'll specifically ask about Mm. that and I just get the people who show up at the restaurant that are like what can I eat and it's like always on a Friday night in the middle of the dinner rush when it's slammed and tickets you know gone all the way across Mm. the board and one of the servers walks in is like they just kind of slide it through the window (laughs) (laughs) and they're like I'm just like what table they're like you know W2 sorry and it's just like just tell me get a cheese plate and don't eat the crackers like leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) you know like I don't know what to tell you this stuff sounds great though you know and a lot of it is just you know a lot of it is just if people are aware of what they're eating (laughs) or or, you know like my whole thing is you always servers always assume should always assume that people have no idea what they're talking about yeah. and should always overly explain it but from the flip side of the coin like if you don't know what you're allergic to right. then you shouldn't right. be going out to yeah. eat because right. you may accidentally exactly. like if you have a gluten allergy mm. and it's not written you don't have one of those little cards yeah. you may not know that soy sauce can trigger it yeah you well know? it's interesting to hear but you're talking about what their restaurant is serving because really I'm a meat and potato chips kind of guy and to hear that you have like stuff like that I would totally eat there the is, some of the it, what I like about it is there's such a mix of food yeah like it's it's from basic like fried shrimp and fries mm-hmm. you know to like something more complex and challenging mm-hmm. and I like well anyway I don't want to keep going gushing on yeah, yeah. on about yeah, it. Question, 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 question. So um, next questions are from our friend Stephen in DC um, who loves the podcast and is very excited to have Richard on the show because he's such a handsome guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, he wants to know he wants to know how tall you are. I'm six four. He's six four. Yikes. Um, he also wants to know why you shaved your beard off into a goatee for the reunion because the beard is very hot. Um, I I actually I finished when we were doing the show actually I think in the. Seven on seven challenge, the all stars versus the t- mm-hmm. final seven. I think I was either clean shaven or I only had a goatee there. Um, usually, I only grow my beard out in the winter, and then like my that's like my fall winter look and my spring summer look is just a goatee. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, He's got a goatee right now, just so you know. Yeah, and, and it always changes up. Like on the rare occasion, we'll I actually we'll go like pictures. totally clean shaven. Um, which only happens once in a while. Don't worry. You doing drag uh, or something? We already it's that. just we like already one of those episodes. It's one of those like I just grow back in a second. Yeah, I mean, to. I mean, I just shaved yesterday and already like it's starting to come back through. Everybody at home's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so it's one of those things where I can grow it out. And, I, and actually, I I was down to just a goatee when I came back from the show, and I totally went clean shaven for like two weeks. For a good two weeks, and then I started growing out my beard, knowing that the show was going to air, and it was one of those again, like you know, my PR guy was like, "You'll get more recognition if you have the beard." Right. That's how you look on the show, uh, but I always change it up. I mean, yeah. you've seen me at the bar; like I change it like totally. it's like most business. business. I mean, we yeah. all kind of, especially yeah, for we those of us. Well, not Rich isn't follically challenged, but for like those of us that are, I mean, that's really the only place we can express our <laughs> our, our hair. So, <laughs> so but, but don't worry; this is the first year I'm going to Lazy Bear. And I will rock out the full beard for that one. That's right. I, I've I, already I, planned it out. Rock out with your cock out. You know? Very exciting. Know Lazy Bear is a good old-fashioned fun My time. My boyfriend, I think, mentioned it, that you were going to Lazy Bear. Oh, okay. so I don't know how he I've did. been telling everybody lately, because yeah. I've never gotten to go. <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned it on the show, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I, I've never gotten to go, so I'm very excited about it. Cool. So. It's going to be fabulous. Go. Um, go. Let's see. Uh, you know what? He got, we're going to skip over a couple of his questions. Sorry, Stephen, but you have like five questions here, so <laughs> you get what you get. 
Um, Carl S. would like to know if you have any advice for his brother, because his brother is auditioning for Top Chef. So any tips or advice for somebody auditioning? Um, well, most likely... He probably Don't make he, oh. probably, he probably auditioned already. <laughs> Bitch. Because <laughs> um, I think most of the actual in-person ones are done. You may still be able to send in a video. I'm not sure. But it's all about you have to make yourself stand out and show your personality. And they don't really... The, the, ca- the first round of it goes through casting people. Mm. And in casting, they just want to see your personality. They want to see mm-hmm. how you can make yourself stand out. And, um, you know, when I did my, my group interview, it was on Memorial Day last year. And it was me, two or three women, and two other guys sitting there with these three casting people. And I had a My I Love Hot Moms t-shirt, which <laughs> I was like, this will definitely be a conversation piece. And, sure. you know, right. we started talking and season four was still on. And we started talking about, you know, well, who do we think is going to win? And oh, Stephanie, you know, and it's about time that there's a female top chef. And as soon as I realized the conversation was straying away from me, it was like, well, I want to know when there's going to be a gay top chef. Oh, boy. And it was like all eyes right back to me. Nice. And it was just like, you know, okay, now that I have your attention again. And, you know, you just have to have have a really strong personality. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't go into it being timid. Even if you're not, Mm -hmm. like, an incredibly, like, aggressive or competitive person, Mm -hmm. you just have to have a a strong personality that's going to stand up to 16, you know, potentially more than that other Mm -hmm. people. Right. Well, and you've done, I mean, you were a bartender in New York, too. I mean, don't you, do you think that background really helped you? I mean, a lot of it is just how whole, outgoing you yeah. can be and that persona where, you know, it's, especially bartending, you know, it's part of, part of the job is flirting with everybody and knowing totally. that half the time it's for money and half the time it's for fun. Um, and knowing that, you know, sometimes you're going to get shot down and you can't take it personally. And so that's just kind of all carried over to food where mm. some people will like the food I make and some people won't. Same as, yeah. you know, some guys will think I'm cute. Thank you, all of you. And some guys <laughs> won't. You know, so it's, it's just kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I pretty much say like 99% of our listeners are like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, um, John S. Um, let's see. He talks a lot about food and sex and bears. and But he Woo! wants to know most, um, assur- most specifically, um, what, pa- what passion do you draw on and where does it come from when it comes to making food? And uh, I'm sorry to get specific. When you are cooking, more often than not, it is for people that you don't know. And in a lot of cases, you may never even see them. What passion do you draw on and where does it come from? Um, the, the coolest thing, the passion that I draw on where it comes from. Let me read that. That's the question. Let's all put on our, our Oprah you know, sweater capes before we answer this. So. Um, you know, it's definitely one of those where when it comes to food, you know, a lot of times you don't get to meet people or see people or anything like that. And, you know, for me, it's... It's edible art to sound like totally mm-hmm. on one side mm-hmm. um, is part of it. And totally the other side is everybody needs to eat. So it's kind of finding a way to make those two things work together where, you know, you're taking something that you have to do and making right. it really enjoyable. And even if you don't get to see the person or something like that, you know, a lot of times the servers will come back and, oh, they, they you know, kudos to you on this. So they really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's the kind of stuff where when you can make something that doesn't just appeal to your own taste buds, like you make mm-hmm. something and and it's got mass appeal and a lot of people like it. Mm. It's like, you know, when you sing in the shower is one thing, but, you know, if you go out and make a little demo CD and everybody who hears it loves it, mm. it's like, wow, all right. You know, it's it's kind of like a little reaffirmation that it's like, all right, I guess I do kind of know what I'm doing. Right. So um, you sing too? That's used awesome. to, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not unusual. No, he just lip syncs. Yeah, no, I just lip sync yeah. my heels, but not the kitchen. Oh, um, so, you know, and a lot of it is, is I just love cooking. I've always loved cooking since I was a kid. And, you know, I 
part of the reason why I love cooking is because I love to eat. And so, you know, anytime right. you get to kind of uh, play around with those yeah. things and, and take some, take two things that you love doing and putting them together. Uh, what's Thanksgiving like at your house? Oh, it's insane. Is Thanksgiving, it? Christmas, all those are nuts. Nice. Way too much food. <laughs> all right. So, um, Prison City Bear, who would like you to know that not only is he your biggest fan, but he's also your furriest fan. Would like to know. Um, <laughs> I think that would be up for debate about your about your fan mail. Um, he, uh, what has been your favorite piece of fan mail, and how does it? You, how do you feel about having a forty four year old guy in Michigan stalking you via the internet? Um, I don't think you necessarily have to answer the second one, but he's probably curious about uh, the, the most interesting piece of fan mail you've got. Um, let's see. I've gotten. I, well, I think now, especially with with MySpace and Facebook, like while I was away doing the show, Steve actually made a Facebook account for me. Right. And, you know, I don't even think it had a picture I on it. I finally there. got added the other day, by the way. <laughs> I, you know, I, Rich, I Rich and I are totally BFFs on I saw Facebook. you on that. People, like, hey, you're one of my people you may know this because we have the mutual contacts. I'm like, I'm not going to add him because I don't know I haven't met him yet. So I'm like, I'm I, now I, But now you can add him because you totally I know. know. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. Like, I'm, I'm, like, so good and so bad about Facebook all at the same time. Like, uh-huh. I'm so good about it because if I get a lot of friend requests and people put, like, a little message, like, I loved you on the show and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of those, like, you know, Steve calls me a Facebook whore. Because, like, I'll add almost anybody mm-hmm. as long as you're not, like, really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, sorry, so prison. Pro- really probably creepy. prison city. Sorry, prison city. Well, but I mean, like, like, <laughs> like, outwardly creepy. Like, you know, like, you sent me a message on Facebook where it's like, you know, I like the shirt you wore yesterday. Like, something right. like that. Uh, uh, um, can I have a piece no, of your hair? No, I like what you're wearing right now as you sit there <laughs> at your desk. I picked up a tissue you threw in a garbage can the other yeah, day. Yeah, side note, a little bit creepy. I actually <laughs> left work one day and was walking to go put money in my meter downtown. And um, I saw some guy walking up Fifth Avenue and I was kind of like crossing the corner. And he actually followed me for like three blocks mm. before. And I kind of like zigzagged because I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. this guy was totally going one direction. Now he's going the other and I've got like, you know, like the keys in my hand. Like, all right, kiss, I got to like stab him in the throat. I do that all the time. No, I totally do that. <laughs> you know, it's Use just my like. my car key right between my knuckles. Cool. Was it that bad of a place? Well, it's just one of those two, like, you know, I mean, I couldn't see. Oh, no, it should be followed. I couldn't see, like, you know, if the guy was bigger than me or what. I just knew like, there was hey, somebody don't following me. Unpack me. My knives and so right? finally, ah, like, yeah. oh. And I totally, like, sure. finally turned around, <laughs> like, stopped to, like, tie my sneaker kind of thing and, like, turned and looked over. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think I was in front of Brian's downtown. Like, mm-hmm. I stopped where somebody would know me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of like turned around and like just kind of caught him and he stopped dead in his tracks. And I'm like, can I help you with something? He's like, yo, yeah, I recommend you're Richard from the show, right? So are I'm you like, trying to make me Yeah. Like <laughs> He's like, oh, no, like, you know, I'm such a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I just, I just wasn't sure if it was you. And I'm like, you could have asked me three blocks back. <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't have minded. You know, like that's that's just a little weird. You know, that was kind of yeah, one yeah. isolated situation. At the same time, <laughs> I was totally like, no, no, it's okay. And then I walked the opposite direction to go back to my car because I don't want to know what kind of car I drove. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, could you walk away and not yeah, look at me anymore? Can, can you go that way? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm gonna go near my car. Oh, my I don't God. even want you to know what make or model. Uh. But uh, but you know I've gotten a lot of cool stuff. I actually kind of like got a quasi job offer from um, from a guy on Facebook who I guess is either he owns a hotel or he's about to open one or he wants to open up a new restaurant. And he wants me to come somewhere in the south and I can't remember where it is. Um, but like such a nice guy. We've like talked online stuff like that on Facebook and mm-hmm. like you know. He just sent me like you know a lot of really nice messages and stuff. And he said that like, if you ever want to relocate, you know like mm. I, I'd happily it's like help. Like a big like, creaky kinda... house on a hill with like his right. dead mother. You know, no Does anyone have pinkies? Because that's it's definitely Rich a sign. Richard, in the kitchen. But you know, I mean, and all the all the fan mail stuff has been awesome. Like my 
I, I haven't, I don't even, honestly, it, it sounds so bad and it's really just because I'm busy working, not even like I'm out busy mm. doing fun stuff. Um, like I have, I think probably 70 messages still in my inbox on Facebook and you know what that you I just do. haven't had time to go into them all and like write people back. Cause I always at least try to write people back or at least send now, them back like a smiley face or something. Now, is now I feel like a douche if I don't. Dude fan mail? Oh yeah. Uh, mostly guys. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of bears. Mm-hmm. Good amount of girls, but um, yeah. but mostly guys. Yeah. Hey, Universal. You got to get on. Uh, you got to get on uh, Twitter now, though. I know. There's like all these other ones that I'm not on yet, and I yeah. keep kicking myself. It's Twitter. It's like the, the celebs it's, are blowing up on Twitter right now. It's becoming this catamaran yeah. of uh, communication. It's, <laughs> it's getting, it's well, cool. let's get to uh, to Ed, our favorite uh, long bearded fellow from New Jersey. Ed sent in like. Fucking seven questions, Ed. Well, just, just read through <laughs> okay, them. Well, I'm looking through them. Like, okay, no, he didn't see Danny naked. We already saw that. <laughs> That's um, a popular question. Oh, yeah, everybody likes to know that. Not that I didn't try. You can ask Danny. I was constantly like, Danny, you know what? We're <laughs> in sequester. Out. There's no cameras yeah. here. Come on, let's just get drunk. And My favorite line is just, fun. is just take it out. Just say, take it out. Show yeah. it. Yeah. On, you won't need out. to spend hundreds of dollars on that porn. I'll take care of it. I'm like, it's and okay. Come on. Your girlfriend doesn't have to know. It's more right. wine, Danny. <laughs> have a couple shots. <laughs> yeah. And you already answered uh, who you're kind of closest to. Jamie and you are really tight and you've been keeping in contact. You've definitely been to Jersey, clearly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get any FaceTime with Tom when the cameras weren't on or do the hosts tend to not interact with the contestants? Contestants. Um, when you're actually filming it, they're not allowed to. You're not even allowed right. to talk to them. Would judges. that be seen as favoritism or something? Yeah. Like that? So there was yeah. actually one day where um, it was like during Quick Fire where we had cut for something, and uh, Padma was talking to a bunch of us about like the weather, something super mundane. And um, Hogan, who is who is the the first assistant director, who that man is like a brick shit house. He's got to be like almost seven foot tall and just huge, but like the funniest guy ever. Incredibly intimidating though, if you don't know him. And, uh, and he, you know, he just kind of whipped around. He's like, you know, you guys, because you get put on, they call it a TV timeout where you're not allowed to talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, you guys are supposed to be on a TV timeout. And looks at Padma is like, and you know you're not allowed to talk to the contestants. And that's when we found out, like, you're not allowed to talk to them at all unless the camera's rolling and they're filming it because mm-hmm. they don't want anything to be looked at ah. as, as favoritism. Same as, um, you know, when we cook in the house, you know, we'd offer, like, the crew and all the producers and stuff like that. We're like, we made way too much food for dinner. Like, you know, if you guys want to eat, go for it. Because mm-hmm. they get catering stuff during the day, but, like, the night crew really doesn't. It's like, you know, if you guys want to go ahead and eat, and they're like, we're not allowed to. There's there's all these rules that they have to agree to and sign wow. off on that they won't even, like, you know, they won't even try the food in the house because they don't want it to mm. somehow get misconstrued as favoritism. How long are you, how long is that time you're spending in that, um, I forget what the name of the room is now. Like room? The, sto- the, the storage room thing. How, like, what's, what's the, why? Why is there such a delay, and how long is that delay? Because um, it's it looks anywhere like you're from for hours. six, eight, ten, twelve hours for the finale. They were you're the... sitting in that room uh-huh. for six, eight. Well, you saw the Glad products. Well, bed no, I they saw made yeah. Yeah, volleyball court. Yeah, you go stir crazy. Um, the, for the finale, they were in the stew room. The three of them were in the stew room till six thirty in the morning. Fuck. From from when? Sometime the night before. Sometime the afternoon before. And that's all because oh, they're God. they're making decisions. Yeah, a lot of it, a lot room? of it is like they they debate back and forth about everything. They well, they literally they critique everything. Why not send you back to your room? Oh, well, what's I mean, the at least you know that? they're at least you know they're taking the time to really make a that's true decision. That's a well true. Yeah, and, and part of part of it is them making their decision. And part of it is but you know obviously the production side of things where well yeah you know there's there's that for the storyline but part of it is you know they have to film them from all the different angles and then they have to cover everything. And then even when they bring in like, you know, okay, for the Foo Fighters Challenge, they brought the winning team in. Now that's a whole production where the winning team was in there for an hour and a half, two hours. 
because they have to bring them in. They have to discuss everything. You know, they <gasps> critique so everything. They just don't air it all. So wow. I mean, there's each episode takes anywhere from two to four days to film. That was going to be see, one that of my I didn't know. Yeah. Well, was, well that was one that, yeah, I was going to talk about, like, what's the timeline like? But yeah, that's it's about two to four really? days. I mean, the first episode we did, the quick fire was one whole day in itself. Wow. Um, like I said, just because it took so long. And then the next day was when we all had to go to our... Um, the quick fire our, standing outside and doing the apples took a uh-huh. day. You have to think about how many day. contestants they have. And, and each person has to get their moment with the judges and, right. and all that. Yeah. And, yeah, I noticed on the first day, too, a lot of people looked like they were sunburned. Yeah. Because... Yeah, because we weren't expecting yeah. to be out in the sun all day. Yeah. And, like, finally, no. you know, it's like none of us had sunscreen. They actually had to yeah. go and, like, buy more. Oh, yeah. Because they had, like, the crew had already all put it on. And I don't think anybody really brought it with them. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, you know, got to find sunscreen, at least, you know, for, like, you know, Tom's head and, and Patrick's head. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, well, this is the season of the bald guys. Yeah. <laughs> bald Thanks. is the new faux hawk. Yes. That's I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, I see. We'll give Ed one more question, I guess. Um, was there a challenge that happened after you were eliminated that you were happy that you didn't have to do? Um, that was. Ha- I'm sure there were plenty that I was happy that I didn't mm-hmm. have to do. Um, something to do with seafood. Was that <laughs> something to do with seafood? Um, well, yeah, that quick fire where they had a where they had a fillet of the the sardine, the eel, and all that. Uh, I don't yeah, know how I would have done on that one with the nail through it and the. Oh, yeah. strip it off and stuff. So with you on that. I don't know how I would have done for that one. Um, for actual challenges, I'd say probably um, the one where Jamie got eliminated at La Dan, where you have to recreate somebody else's dish because it's right. one of those things that we don't really do on a daily basis. Right. Like you, you'll get inspired by somebody else's dish. Like there's been plenty of times I've gone out and eaten something somewhere and been like, all right, I really like this, this, and this, and I'll take it and twist it and make it my Your own. own. Yeah. But to have to actually like try to recreate the same dish that somebody made and make it taste. You know, especially when it's your first time making it, and this is a dish that's been refined and refined mm. and refined. You know, trying to find some way to do that. Mm. Yeah. That's one that I was like, all right, I'm happy I didn't have to do that yeah. one. <laughs> have you gotten a chance to have a lot of Jamie's soups? Because it sounds like that's her thing. Uh, actually, and... when we did uh, when we did the fundraiser together, um, I was I I my kitchen crew and I made almost all the food for the event, and mm. I just because she was flying in that afternoon. So she just basically came down just to kind of check and make sure everything's okay and kind of help me out. And one of them was um, a white almond gazpacho. Mm. That was really good. Like she told me about it at first. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I made it and I was like, oh. And I must have eaten probably at least like a quarter or two just while I was making it. (laughs) I was like, oh, I've got to try it again. Oh, let me try it one more time. I'm not a big soup person, but... It's like everything she talked about. I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, please do it. And, and, she, and, I, and she and I actually made um, chicken noodle soup together one day in the in the in the house. We were bored and we didn't want to make we didn't want to eat whatever everybody else was making for dinner. And yeah. I think the two of us with Alex and Arian, we were like, we're gonna make chicken noodle soup. Nice. We didn't have noodles, so we're like breaking up spaghetti and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. That's awesome. Um, so, Dave, were there any questions that I left out? Like, True Blood, didn't he have a question? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, there was more. I thought there were more people than that. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. We went through Ed's. Uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, Rich, being a mini celebrity here in... Mini celebrity? Well, that's okay. <laughs> mini celebrity here in San Diego now. Do you feel uh, intense pressure to do something on a grand scale? Maybe open your own restaurant or open a cooking studio. Also, how's the exposure affecting you and your relationship? Um, okay. On the first side of that... Uh, I actually have been approached a couple of times about different job offers, mm-hmm. um, both job offers and offering to go open up my own place. Um, so 
I wasn't active. I'm not actively looking, mm-hmm. but um, you know, something. Have been if something happens, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm not going to turn down a really great opportunity. Uh, definitely want to try to strike while the iron's still hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so have been actually kind of looking around, which is funny. I ran into one of my vendors today at Restaurant Depot, and he was like, "Yeah, I heard you're going to open up a restaurant in Hillcrest." I'm like, huh? <laughs> "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I can think of a few you can take over. The rumor mill. Tear down and and yeah, I mean, you know, there's. I've I've looked at a bunch of options, and I, you know, I'm still. I've got a business partner, and, and, and we're kind of looking at everything, and mm-hmm. a lot of it is is just dealing with investors and trying to find the money to do it. And you know, we've got one really. Awesome opportunity right now. Um, it's just going to be a matter of whether or not we can get all the money together to, mm-hmm. to do it. Um, and we've we haven't stopped looking, you know, to see if yeah. there's if there's anything else. I mean, right? It's smart you know, to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, and know? we're getting we're getting a lot of emails about like, well, this place is open. What about this place? You know, a lot of it is especially in San Diego. Like, you know, right. liquor license is gold out here. Oh, yeah. totally. So I'm getting a lot of you know, well, why don't you come take over this space? And it's a place you know that doesn't even have a beer and wine license. Mm. And it's like I can't deal with that. Hey, right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm definitely you know I'm definitely open to the possibility. I. I I've gotten more and more excited about the idea of opening up my own place um, just because, you know, it's, it totally gives me, you know, I'm, I'm exec at my restaurant. It gives me free reign to do a lot right. of the menu, but I still have to work within the restraints of the restaurant and small plates and, and you know, knowing our clientele and stuff like that. And, you know, if mm-hmm. I get to open up my own place, I kind of get to plan all that out myself and mm-hmm. then kind of work for, off of that. Do people come into Pex and are, uh, I mean, like purposely on a Sunday, have you noticed that there are people that come in because you're there? Like they haven't ever really. Been yeah, there yeah. There's there's been a few actually. There was one not this last Sunday, the Sunday before I think, where the guy came in early and Eddie was bartending and he mm-hmm. asked, he's like, yeah, I heard Richard only works on Sundays and he's like, yeah, I'll be here in about an hour. Because they ask me, I mean, they'll, they'll come in on a Monday and they'll be like, this is where Rich works, right? And I'm like, yeah, I go, he works here on Sundays and. Yeah, you know. I get those. I get the random. I get like you know the girls who pop in that are like. You know that, like you know, got like their one gay friend to take him to the bar, and it's like <laughs> it's like some little Twinkie who never wants to come into Pex. And then they come in, they realize like, like have it's, you seen Pex before? Yeah, and then they come in, and they're like, "Wow, this place is actually kind of fun, and we have a really good time." You that know, it's like, no, I've only worked here for the last four and a half years for nothing. Yeah, um, you know, so it's definitely I, I I've been surprised at how many people have come in, especially mm-hmm. since the reunion aired, where it's like yeah. <laughs> big plug, big plug, love yeah. that. Pex, Pex, Pex. Yeah. And to get back to the True Bloods thing, I mean, I think yeah. it's clear from what you answered. Before that, there it hasn't really changed your relationship at all. I mean, yeah, no, I mean it's 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 kind of funny. Um, I was saying before that, like, uh, Steve actually will kind of get more upset than I do if somebody right. doesn't recognize me. Like, if we go out to the the farmers market <laughs> in Hillcrest or something like that, you know, and a lot of it too, like, I'll kind of see somebody like kind of like notice me, but like a lot of times people just they don't know if they should or can come up and say something in public. Did I go to high care. school with you? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I've gotten those on Facebook, like, oh my god, have you been? I'm like, you didn't even talk to me in high You're school. Don't <laughs> you super vote me? Yeah. <laughs> don't give me that. Girl, don't you super vote me? You stole my lunch money. <laughs> um, but you know, like, no, it's it's definitely been all good. You know, there's there's been a lot of cool events that we've gotten to go to together. I mean, um, part of it that came from all of this was like, I got um, San Diego Magazine named me one of their 50 people to watch in 2009. Nice. nice. Uh, cool. Yes, you know, like we got to go to that event, which was really cool. It was a nice networking mm-hmm. thing. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. been a lot of a lot of doors that. Kind of opened up because of the show, and you know, Steve's been so super supportive through it all. I mean, part of it was you know when I first applied for the show, and I've applied for the show. I applied for season three, season four, and season five, and you know, it didn't really. You know, I didn't know if it was ever going to happen. And then you know, finally, when I was starting to get more and more phone calls from them, and then I finally got the phone call that was like, 
right, we're ninety five percent sure you're going to be on the show. That's so cool. You just need to go meet a psychologist so we can make sure you're not too crazy. You're just crazy. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> <jab> <laughs> red eyes. Oh, so yeah, exactly. We funny. don't want you to cut a bitch, but right, you know, yeah, we just want right. you to do it with your words. Really? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Three hours later with a psychologist, at least. Um, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, seriously, do you just just tell me, am I crazy or you're not? Like, you're trying to make me crazy. Uh, is is this? Are you waiting for my snapping point? <laughs> um, wow. But you know, I mean, one of the one of the conversations I had with him was like, are you going to be okay with me doing this? Like, I'm going to be gone for five and a half weeks. Um, you know, like only mm. one phone call a week, if that. You know, like there's there's so many limitations that get put on it. Mm. Um, you know, and then I told him, you know, afterwards, you know, it's going to be. You know, we go out someplace, like, if I get spotted, you know, it's it's always kind of hard, like, you know, the fundraising event was actually one of the few times that there's been something related to Top Chef that we've right. been able to go to, and I didn't get pulled away to go do something. Right. You know, I kind of got to spend a lot of time with him, which was nice, because usually it's like, all right, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just kind of right. like, oh, okay, like, if right. you got it, and he right. understands, you know, it's just... He understands it's part of it. The doctor's wife. Are yeah. you now? So, what's your next big thing? Do you have something to plug that you're going to be doing? Anything coming up? Um, I'm working on a website, uh, which Steve builds websites for a living, mm-hmm. um, and he does all that kind of stuff. He does tons of stuff, mostly with the automotive industry. But um, mm-hmm. he does. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I love these cars. I'm just nice. I'm a car guy. Um, so he's actually working on a website for me called wannabechef.com. Okay. And. Uh, mm-hmm. It's that's actually my MySpace name, and it's just kind of one wanna of those things. Chef. He made me. He actually made me even um, made me want to be chef T-shirts mm-hmm. that I wore on the show because we left off the .com, okay. so it wasn't a logo. So I was allowed to wear it on the show. Uh, uh, um, sneaky. And uh, so it's and that we're still kind of working out all the kinks of what it's going to be, and it's not even totally up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, which of course now as soon as I go home and tell him that I said this, we're going to totally jump. Well, on this that. is good because it puts the pressure on him to finish it. So. <laughs> it's, it's not even him. It's not even him. He's he's just on me about like give me content. Oh, I need okay, something to put okay. on here. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's ideally with that I want it to be something where you know people can mm-hmm. look up kind of recipes and different ideas. And if you want to throw a party at home, great. You know, like what what are the things you need? You know, if you want to be chef for the day, like That's all that a kind of stuff. Idea. Yeah, and I'm I'm working. Uh, hopefully, going to be working with. Um, the Food and Wine School in Balboa Park. Um, they've asked oh. me to come teach over there. Nice. Yeah, so got to work with them on that. Um, I'm still really tied in with San Diego Culinary where I went to school. So mm-hmm. uh, I actually have a, an, a, an event on Monday for them. And I'm doing mm-hmm. an event with Mama's Kitchen, um, which mm-hmm. I know is kind of Great like... It's it's very like people it. either love it or they hate it in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, really? But it's, it's tied in through the school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm going to be doing that with them. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Brian and I are both going to be doing it. Um, uh, yeah, then, you know, like I said, still, still trying to, you know, see if, if I can make the restaurant happen, I think that would be awesome. Um, so that's something that could be, you know, details to be announced. It's a lot of it, a lot of it (laughs) is just waiting to see like, you know, if it's going to go through and where it's going to be and what it's going to be. I have an idea of what it's going to be. It's just a matter of where it's going to be and when Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. Well, I mean, we definitely hope you, you know, keep us put. Keep us posted on what's going on in the life and times of yeah, definitely. We wish you a lot of success. And you can always yeah, come back and give us a progress report sure. and, and break some you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I know next time <laughs> next time I'll come prepared with treats. I'll, no, I'll, we'll I'll, come I'll, to the <laughs> restaurant. We'll come to the restaurant. <laughs> we'll make you bring well, it we're definitely yes. yeah. And we're not just saying that like you said to Ophelia, like you'll show up to her thing, which I'm oh. sure you didn't go to on Monday, did you? Do you know the saga of Ophelia and the six one nine Bearcat? I I know because when Jamie was in town, we went to we went to the whole Right. You guys came in with her that night. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that, so I remember know. bits and pieces of that night. Uh, <laughs> you did come to Pex, if you don't. Yes, no, no, I do okay. remember being at Pex. <laughs> I remember being late. I remember us leaving. We went to Seven Eleven, 
and we raided the place like it was a quick fire and then we were eating, <laughs> we were eating in the car oh, and I remember the cutie pie night or whatever the guy with the cutie pie with the cutie pie there was this, some kind of thing snack cake it was called cutie pie or something you had, you posted a picture in your Flickr oh no no that was a about. whole different oh, okay. fueled adventure okay no. <laughs> no this was this was everybody in the car eating Slim Jims talking about how they're the greatest thing ever except, <laughs> so except for the combos that we were all eating because those were like <gasps> oh. the best combination uh, oh, no you gotta, you, gotta get, you gotta get spray cheese and bugles <laughs> and squirt it into the bugles oh my god it's, oh, it's wow. the best oh, wow. Wow. wow it was the best well nice. um, I think we, we definitely I mean, if you're listening to this now, you're probably listening to part two yes. of our uh, Top Chef podcast because it's clearly going to be a, a two-parter, which <clears throat> is really super exciting. I mean, I think we're all very, very grateful for you coming on. It's yeah, just, I, I'm totally happy fun. to get to it. Glad I got to come. I say let's mm-hmm. uh, let's get our tugs uh, jamming if, if we've got it. tugs this time around. You want to start, JP? No, you can start, Justin. Okay. Uh, oh, no, good. I, thought, I really thought you were going to say Brian. Like, <laughs> well, I thought, I mean, no, go ahead, Justin. Yeah, tugs. Um, well, first, I'd like to give a tug out like to um, oh, okay, to Sean Kramer. Uh, I think we are big fans. Yes. Sean. Hey, Sean. Uh, Sean did our bear bomb. His birthday was on I'm Sunday. Sorry. That wasn't Sean. I'm sorry. I'm no. saying Sean Bernay. No, sorry, Sean Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his birthday was on Sunday. Yes. So yeah, Sean. Uh, give a oh, shout happy to birthday, him. Sean. Sorry for confusing you, Sean. <laughs> You're not listening anyway. You jaded fucking Ellie guy. No, he he is listening. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, he's listening. I'm kidding. Oh, the other Sean. No, I'm bad. Just Sean. don't even like let and, me. Um, talk and and I actually got a Facebook message from a new listener in the Philippines. In the Philippines, in the Philippines, wow. yes. Um, so Are they allowed to love bears in the Philippines? I oh. guess. Oh, Asian countries. Oh, bears. that's right. No, Philippines is where men like walk down the street holding hands. I think, and it's like totally cool. Or is that I the really boys? You know what? I'm going to shut that's up. The <laughs> that's the This is the part where I start to babble. I'm sorry. I'm that's just that's shut up. Taiwan. Taiwan, right? Let's. I'm. Taiwan. Let's just stop before Taiwan. I say something oh, inappropriate. Maybe? No, Thailand is yeah. where the, he's thinking of the lady right. boys. Sorry. Sorry. It's anyway, I okay, it. totally going, derailed my time. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, yes. so um, and I'm I might be saying that his name at least on Facebook is NJ Lopez time. So just want to give a Lopez? shout out. Yeah, well, it's Can Carlos Soriano. Hola, puta. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Okay. Goodbye. The Philippines was. I know. Uh, I'm just doing yeah, my Jennifer okay. Lopez. Jennifer oh, Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so that was my shout out to you. Sorry, Brian derailed it. Oh, no, I think it's super cool that we have people in the Philippines listening. Oh, that's amazing. Dr. Mumbai, Dr. Mumbai. Oh, Dave. <laughs> right. All right, so that's it for me. You're good? Okay, um, I have a few. Actually, one is for Clinton from Bears in the City, who will be here in San Diego this weekend and hopefully at the hole. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, um, from Bears in the City, and then he's going to Palm Springs for some reason I don't understand, but. Um, he will be here on Sunday, I guess Sunday and Monday, so he will uh, hopefully be at the hole. So He should come, um, to, come to Pex on Monday. He gave us tugs. I will suggest that to him. Uh, I talked to him online. And uh, also, a couple of quick, um, just a quick emails that we got. Um, Mike from New, uh, Utah uh, sent a message to Brian and Dave. First of all, I love me, uh, I love me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Uh, they've got right. an album out that I think both of you would appreciate called Love Their Countries. Check it out. Enjoy Mike from Utah. He sent a couple yeah. of messages. And double tugs to him because he sent me a couple uh, songs, which Mike, I haven't got a chance to listen to him yet. I'm sorry. I've just been busy. Yeah, so he's, uh, yeah, he sent a couple of messages too. So he's, uh, he's definitely a listener. Thanks for listening. Um, the other is um, someone called Bo. Um, he's in New York City. Just wanted to drop you guys a line and say hi. I'm late to the 619 Bear podcast picking it up from Gooster's recommendation off Twitter again for Gooster. Dude, we're gonna have Gooster. to get yeah, Gooster. Gooster, yeah. like I'll send Gooster and, o- Gooster and Ophelia. I think they've gotten us more listeners uh. than we've gotten on our own. <laughs> um, wow. I'm about eight podcasts into it, but still having a ball 
uh, still having a ball listening. I thought it said busting. Having a ball listening to you guys <laughs> do your thing and develop your rhythm. I'm actually out in New York City, and I think most of what you talk about transcends geography, all except the Disney and bar stuff. Still, it's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Sorry. We didn't talk about Disney at all this podcast. Or either, yeah, which yeah, is so. fine. So... Um, <laughs> Um, it's still entertaining enough to make me want to get out to SD and hunt down all those places and people. I give you full credit and must have and all for all the must have apps for my iPhone, including PhotoSwap, which I can't stop playing with. Just another <laughs> fan. Can't wait to get all cut up and start following you real time. Have a great one, Bo. So those are my tugs and some messages. Cool. Great. Thanks, Bo. Okay. What's Vito? Uh, I'm going to give tugs out to the guys that organized TBRU. That was awesome. Dallas mm-hmm. Bears always do kick ass. Some great guys I met from Minnesota. Shannon, Luke, and Brian, uh, and uh, of course Bill Brown, the man. Billy Brown. Yeah, he's really sweet, sweet, sweet guy. There's a song by Mika about how gay he is. Oh, really? you might want to look that up. <laughs> okay. You never heard that song, and, Billy Brown by Mika? Yeah. Uh, and Nard from <laughs> the Bear Podcast. Uh, Shannon and I did a a podcast. From we didn't really get talk about that. Did you have a good time doing the podcast with them? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Got to hang out with those guys, and hopefully, it it's going to be broadcast on on the bear podcast because he was having some audio problems so we'll see if it actually even gets aired and then of course uh the guys that made uh rich's top bear shirt uh woofteas.com they're both really cute (laughs) that was really nice too. that was that was a cool (laughs) thing for them to do yeah very cool that's it how about you rich do you have any tags uh well all you guys Oh, two handed tugs back to you. Oh. <laughs> a five handed. How many of us are there? Six. Well, he's not going to tug his own. No, he's not going to tug himself. Uh, uh, just, uh, well, I mean, he could, but. Anyway. Um, anyway yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, you know. You can uh, give Jamie tugs even though she's a girl. Yeah, you know, definitely, definitely for my Jamester. Uh, love her, my little lesbian, and everybody else from TC. And, uh, you know, Aaron. Doing all the PR and um, Steve, who's probably home now in bed mm. and um, probably a little annoyed that I didn't come home and cook him dinner when <laughs> oh, I left no. early. <laughs> oh, sorry, well, sorry, Steve. Uh, they, uh, yeah, but sorry, at least you didn't Thank treat you, it. You didn't treat him like Chad Lowe, so oh. you, did, you did well. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> get that right yeah, so don't worry. I'll be home in a little bit and uh, I'll make it up to you. You can take him a cookie wow, if you want. Wow, okay. Wow. Um, right. uh, my tugs uh, to Liam and Dermot from uh, Dublin. It was a Air super Lawrence. pleasure to meet you guys. Um, that was just really like one of the highlights of my weekend was uh, meeting those guys. They were just super cool. And um, to anybody in the 619 or in SoCal who wants to come and get laid with me on Tuesday, that's my last day uh-huh. of work uh, on 331. And if you stay long enough, we'll be April Fool's on April, on April 1st. So uh, come to Pex and hang out on the patio with me and get loaded. <laughs> loaded or laid? Which one? Uh, everything. It's, it's all going to happen. All right. It's all happening. It's all happening. We're going to have cameras. Well. So... So, um, with that, I, I, I thanks again to Rich. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck me. I am just... God, everybody forgets. Okay, in my defense, I did have a beer and a monster before I know, this podcast crazy. shot. Uh, started, so. I love you, JP. Coming down from my depressive stimulant, you know, buzz. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, JP. So, anyway, um, my tugs this week are to, um, first of all, to Kelsey, who now her last male friend has just come out to her. And so all of her male friends are gay. Wow. So, <laughs> so, so, so wait, does that make her a fagnet? Oh! <laughs> oh, 
to the magnet. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny, yeah, actually. <laughs> magnet, so. copywritten right here on the 619 Bear So, yeah, other than, than, other than her boyfriend. Oh put it on um, a t-shirt. I'll do it tomorrow. Um, also, I want to give a tug out to uh, Josh and Bill, his boyfriend, who's manager at Universal. And uh, Bill wants to talk to us about doing some stuff oh. related to there. At you, so, at Universal, Universal the, the bar? Universal the bar. Universal the club. Oh. Yeah. And so, Joshua, and they've been listening for a while, so uh, tugs to them. We're glad you're still open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hey, uh, last one. Bottle, bottle service and VIP. Yeah. Hook us up with a 619. Yeah. <laughs> Get all Paris Hilton on that. <laughs> Paris Hilton. And uh, last tug. Oh. I don't need some penicillin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last. Don't one. laugh at that different strokes recycled joke, please. <laughs> <laughs> My last tug is actually to somebody who I'm not going to name, but was extremely brainy for this week and finally came out to his brother. Oh, and uh, I know who you see. Everybody knows. No, let's so, not. That's yeah. not. And no. so, anyway, no. just big tugs to him. That was that was very brave, and you know, good for you. Yeah. Yay. Awesome. So yeah, and that's it. I'm Yay. done with my tugs. So again, a collective thanks to Rich for being yes. on the podcast. So I appreciate you. you guys. The foreplay no, paid off. I think we all shot our top lo- chef load. Gooey <laughs> 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 gorgonzola globs all over the place. So. <laughs> no. oh, I do that just for Dave. So hey, this is uh, this is Brian. Goodbye, Brian. And this is JP. Goodbye, Goodbye JP. JP. This is Justin. Goodbye, Goodbye Justin. Goodbye, Justin. It's Dave. Goodbye, Goodbye Dave. Dave. It's Vito. Goodbye, Vito. And it's Rich. Goodbye, Goodbye Rich. Rich. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye, Thanks for listening. 23. Parts 1, 2, and 3. All right. Parts 1, 2, and 3. Parts 1, 2, 27. Now get in the kitchen and give me a top five.